need to hear some music right now, please. <laughs> what do you think about when you listen to music? My biggest problem with music these days is there's no fucking message. Get ready for a musical journey. The Under Channel Song Sturvations. Welcome to our year-end wrap-up for The Under Channel Song Sturvations. We decided we would pair our heads together and travel back in time to some of the songs that we all introduced and had fun with and uh, different bands that we brought to you guys uh, one of the groups that tim brought to our attention was the group chan uh, and whenever hawes or hendrix the two h's whenever the two of them guys bring some music to the table it's definitely going to be unique it's definitely going to be something outside of my normal listening avenues let's just we'll just put it that way um it's not guns and roses <laughs> <laughs> yeah this would be chan's uh like tagline it's like we're not guns and roses sean <laughs> <laughs> coming to you in 2020 <laughs> we're not guns and roses but yeah this song here is um i would have never discovered this song to be honest with you um if it weren't for tim bringing it to our attention and I enjoyed Chan a lot when he brought them on. And I had started with the album that they put out in 2019, the self-titled. And then I uh, started listening to the album before that. But then Tim said that uh should really check out the album Grow. Um, I think we were all suffering from the flu at the time. We were all sick as hell. Yeah. This was like two weeks ago. Um and so I was like, you know what? He may not have directly told me to listen to it. I think he was telling Rob to listen to it, but I was telling telling you. Yeah. So I was in. I was like, all right, let me check it out. So yeah. if you're gonna check out Chan, you know, this is one of the songs that definitely you would show someone. I think or albums like in general. Mm. Yep. Just so the grow. album is Grow. Uh, came out in 2015 from Rob's favorite record label, Sumerian Records. And this song is Perfect Pillow. <laughs> Yeah, this is the song that I was uh, telling these guys, these knuckleheads, before you got here. Uh, <laughs> well, I seen them at Resonance over the summer and uh, on their tour just now with Between the Buried and Me Intervals, they close out with this song. Is this, is this considered their debut album? Oh, it's their second album. Second album? Yeah. Okay. I think it might be the second album. Um, I think there is something that they put out where like this might be considered maybe their third one too, but EPs and stuff beforehand yeah. maybe. It's definitely middle Sean. Yeah, the album that comes out after this, there's quite a bit of songs that have um, lyrical Every album is a little bit them. different. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. Um, this awesome. album and the new album that just came out, they're, they're, they're a little more similar. You got Homie, of, that's like, just yeah, that's like guys on like vibe too, you know? Homie has this different vibe and it's... And their newest one is their self-titled one, so... It's John. John. 
But this el- this this track comes a little bit later in the album. And to be honest, as I'm listening to this album, I'm just kind of listening to it. But when this track hit, it popped. This was an immediate standout. Yeah. You know, and this is probably, I don't know, 20 some odd minutes into the album, you know, somewhere yeah. around there. This is the I, best part. Of the I show just was out totally too. into what was going on during this, you know, three minutes that this song goes on for. It, um, I think what it is is not only is it really cool and unique. And it's got a cool vibe, but it definitely reminds me Woo! of other groups <laughs> that I like that have weird style. Like, like the bands that I wrote down while I'm listening to it to kind of gauge my conversation with what it reminds me of. Were bands like uh, Yes, they're a progressive rock band, you know, from the '70s and stuff. Um, they don't have that many great songs, in my opinion. There's people out there that worship the ground Yes walks on. But they do have a lot of cool instrumental interludes and things like that uh, yeah. throughout their music. They were, But they were vocally driven. Yeah, they were uh, They were vocally almost, driven. Band. But they had long songs long with jam. Yeah. jam they were considered prog. Yeah, a lot of Chan's songs are about two, three minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. They're digestible. Like, their albums run about like 37 minutes like close to 40 minutes right around there so the other the other uh bands and stuff it reminded me of was joe satriani just because of all the guitar instrumentation um i it took me a while to place my finger on it but there was a band that was out in the 2000s tantric that does very different <laughs> guitar patterns so, and yeah. it's kind of one yeah. of that i get thing it is. i get it yeah no i see it yeah and then um this one is kind of left field, and it more applies to that album that just came out in 2019, the self-titled. But I felt like I could hear Robbie Krieger from The Doors influence heavily throughout a lot of the guitar playing in that album. It was it was just kind of like flamenco style, very fluid and yeah. different. It, it was like a barrage of notes. Yeah, it was, it was M- melodic melodic sweeps, and yeah, it's awesome how Nick more like rhythm. Mario's more of the lead. But they're both just so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it a you lot. Know, that's a, and but at the same time, they're both like seeing them live. It's like they're both playing different style for sure. If you uh, like the couple of things that you heard there most recently, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit us that like button? With, uh, find, follow, spread to you. So, getting into it was really neat because. It was something I could digest, and it was more familiar to me than a lot of the electronic acts that um, we, we've brought to uh, your listening pleasure and attention. Um, nothing wrong with with electronic music. I can enjoy some of it. It's just not as... Tim uses the word digestible. I like that. It's, it's a good word because sometimes I just can't stay with it. You know, it doesn't... doesn't it's like that meal, like you eat it once in a while because you're like, okay, well, that's what we're eating, but I'm not really enjoying it. So that's <laughs> kind of how electronic music hits me sometimes. Yeah, but you have got gotten uh, into some, yeah, some of the dubstep that we played. Absolutely. 
Um, but Chan is a group that I can. You failed me, Aaron. Hugely <laughs> listen to. We're supposed to be rock and roll bros. <laughs> rock and roll to the end, bro. Yeah. Just like booping and bopping all over. <laughs> for sure. I knew when I did bring Prague Rock onto the show that you would enjoy it for sure. Yeah, these guys are really cool. I, I enjoyed them a lot. Yeah, I'm glad that you know I got the chance to bring them on and. I keep I when I, I mean, was when I was it took me a while to get out into these guys too. You know, I was digging into them a little bit and trying to read about them, and a lot of people would bring up Mars Volta, and that band sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry if you like Mars Volta, but uh, these guys Omar are Rod- way better. Omar Rod- Rodriguez Lopez is a great guitarist, man. Yeah. I really like his style, musicianship wise. Yeah, but I don't dig their music. Cedric though. is it's like the way I look the at Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, it's like well, Cedric is just like over. I don't know. Not listen to that nonsense. Well, over time, it's like Cedric. He got like it's like big. It's like it's like how's he moving around on stage <laughs> still and like going crazy and He's stuff. Wearing one of those moo-moos like Mars Homer. Volta too. That you know they were like I wouldn't consider Mars Volta and Shine the same at all. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just because they're experimental. I don't. I, I a lot of that stuff. I they just a lot of people are trying to more or less the local the local band i brought out here earlier on the line like Mm -hmm. they're like got like some weird like mars volta vibes going for that like band like that like band i brought in yeah i like that i i don't like the mars volta like (laughs) that's not my style but it's like just like that spacey just uh, it's fine i don't know he dressed like a matador he was on like guitar (laughs) world that my heyday of reading guitar world magazine when i was like 14 to 17 he was like the modern guitar god. Yeah. It was like him. Everyone was going crazy about Brad Paisley. I mean, what about Ed Jarvin? Oh, yeah, the guitarist. And then, uh, That's what Animals as Leaders was probably kicking around right around that time yeah, when they were getting big. Uh, Animals as Leaders, a little bit after that, but that he's the guitarist too. Is uh, as he's one of the guys that people like talk about now. Yeah, it's he's like, got a different name. Si- they got like signature guitars like yeah. out for him and shit, but uh. I don't know, man. That doesn't mean you're a good guitar player. Max Cavalera has got a bunch of like signature <laughs> yeah, guitars. Yeah, you're he, right. You're like, right. Just, Look what I did with this <laughs> guitars. But have you ever listened to Animals as Leaders? Like, no, it's pretty. No. F- I've seen the name a lot over the years. Like, I, I definitely crazy. like. I've seen him at the crowfoot. to about them, but that's that style of. I don't want to say chaotic, but that that style of post uh, post hardcore is just not in my. It's like I call it scene. Uh, if you like Seen between hardcore. the buried and me, I would say like I would suggest this ba- a band like Animals as Leaders. Yeah. I've never listened to and Between the Buried and Me. When they were like when they were like uh, all black, they were like a goth band, right? No, no. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but yeah, when I seen Animals, one of the great sleaze bags of our time. It was at uh, the Crowfoot, so I got up on the balcony and got like a really good like overhead view of right of their guitarist, and he was just fucking. I think the Crowfoot is a it's venue really awesome. that doesn't get enough love. It is a really yeah. cool venue to I go like to it and too, see man. shows. It's got a nice like outdoor little court too. You yep. go to yeah, that complex is great. Yeah, when I went to New York City and I went to Terminal Five, it had like it was like the Crowfoot almost, but like you know, like New York City, so it was like a five-story fucking building with like a balcony and like a rooftop thing going on. But you know, the Crowfoot kind of still has like that vibe and. It's got what that uh, what's that little other venue right next to it? The Pike Room. The Pike Room. Yeah, yeah you the know, upstairs it's venue. connected. You know, I like those like compound venues like mm-hmm, that. Absolutely. Same with when you go to Midtown to the Majestic, Majestic, and like Garden Bowl. I'm, I like shit like that. 
So this songstervation with Sean was big, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it was a cool band to be exposed to. Uh, three other songstervations now. We got some subjects here. Um, one that I really enjoyed was Albums That Never Left Your Car Stereo, uh, and that was with uh, the Suicide Machines. I believe Tim was responsible for that one as well. Uh, Suicide Machines yeah. were great. You know, um, when we had ba- our good friend Babin on that week, were you, is that a bat? Was that a Babin oh week? My God. Yeah, we were smoking uh, a joint the whole time. Great, <laughs> great time for Rob's nerves when yeah, Babin's here. Chaos. When man. you, uh, pro- you know, when you did the sound production for that one, did uh, did it sound like we were smoking a joint the whole time? There might have been a couple of times where Babin <laughs> coughing some virgin lungs, maybe. Yeah, he's he he does have some little, little bitch lungs, doesn't he? <laughs> Go along with a little bitch body. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed that, uh, especially listening back to it. It was a good conversation. Uh, I can totally remember being in my teens and walking into Best Buy, and that album cover for the Suicide Machines it was black and white Suicide Machines written in, like, I think it was red and black across the front of it, and the dude jumping in the air, you know, right. from the stage. The stage diving. Just, just a... Uh, to me, that was an iconic album cover, and I didn't know who the Suicide Machines were at at that time, but I bought that album just based on the cover because it was that cool looking. And I, I buy a lot of albums that way. It's hit and miss. Sometimes you find a good album. Sometimes you're like, oh shit, this was Yanni. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Under on the Under Channel. Your guide into the other side. Ah, uh, but that band was great. You Surprisingly, know. two people came out strong for that one. It got you know, up close to us, I, th- I think 150 views, man. Yeah. Like, whew, it's like, I remember going to school like coming the next out strong day with for the it. Scott Cora, man. Seriously, and people were like, "You know, they're awesome. from Redford." I'm like, "Redford, Michigan? No way. <laughs> they're in Best Buy." <laughs> yeah, Suicide Machines is fucking awesome, man. A big part of growing up and how I got into punk rock and ska. Another one um, that I enjoyed. Um, Man, you know what? Tim just knocks it out the park for me. I tell you what. <laughs> I know you guys were kissing that one. <laughs> <laughs> but Don Bracco uh, was a band that he brought on, and the subject was if you were made into a killer cyborg. I really enjoyed Don that. Don Broco. Don Broco. Donnie Brasco. <laughs> Donnie Broco. Uh, but we uh, we talked about sure being made into a killer cyborg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all right though. If you go back and listen to that one. Uh, We'll make up for my ignorance on the band's name um, because we all came up with our own cyborgs that we, we would be. And we, and yeah. The uh, the birth of Slicker came out that night. Yeah, that was based <laughs> off a really fun like release that they did over the summer called Action. It's like they put out a music video for it. It's, it's pretty cool, man. It's got a... The intro for the music video is also a song from their, their album that they put out this year. But I wanted to go with the single because a lot of the fans liked it. I liked it. I went to go when I went to go see them over the summer. I had no idea who they were, but I got brought there as a as a date. Yeah, it's like cool to see them at the shelter, man. Like I I want to go to more shows there. There's like Miha is about to fucking DJ down there, and I really want to get tickets to that. Seems like I got extra money. Just I like the shelter vibes, man. I need to bring it back. Love that venue. Yeah, Don Broco, man, they're awesome live and just really talented, man. This guy's got a great voice. And last but not least, um, again, another subject I was not here for, I take a lot of time off from this uh, podcast, don't I, Um, was we brought in a special guest for the first interview that the Under Channel and our song Starvations put together. We brought on a guy named Seneca 
uh, from Goblin King Studios. They do a um, basically like a, a modularized version of you know uh, tabletop gaming. Yeah, D and D supplements. D and D supplements. Uh, at, you know, aftermarket uh, rule sets and uh, what was their campaign campaigns? Um, yep, stuff for you to play if you're really into what you're doing and you want another source. You want a different. They're they're in the they're let's not sit let's not it devalue them because they are certified they like their stuff is actually legit like it goes with these D and D systems um I'm, I I don't know if I'm giving the right word they're endorsed they're certified right. they're it's like an official it's legit release. it's an official and, release. and they're like instant packs the idea yeah. with it was. Um, well, I want to play D and D, and uh, I but I don't have twenty hours to build a campaign over the week, so I get to spend five hours coming up with some creative stuff, and then there's some like ready-made taverns Ready to and go. things like that in those packs that yep. you can just pick up and play. So the conversation with that gentleman was uh, live shows, live memories from the Palace of Auburn Hills, which was demolished just a little bit ago. Which weeks. is unfortunate. I went to a lot. I right mean, in our backyard over just here. Just a ton of shows at the palace. Uh, well, many people were going to the Magic Stick or things like that. I saw a lot of major bands at, at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Man. I went to well, a lot I actually, of major I was shows. That week. I was like, well, I've never seen a band at the palace, <laughs> so at least I wouldn't have anything to contribute really to that conversation. The only thing I seen at the palace was the Detroit Vipers. <laughs> I think Rob, I think Rob and, and Halls were in the same boat on that conversation yeah, I too. Think I had one the band. two of them had not really gone to the palace. They, you know, they were kind of the same thing where they would go to smaller venues and see bands. Uh, the big, the I'd first only... big band I just seen over this, was over the summer was Queen at like a big uh, stadium. Yeah, like LCA. First time at going to Little Caesars Arena. Great fucking place to see a concert, honestly. But it's my seen, first time uh, being in a big like place like that. Besides. DTE, or uh, you know, uh, Freedom Hill, first DTE, run, yeah, yeah, you know, DTE, like, that's right, yeah, yeah. It's just, and to me though, that's like it's just like an outdoor venue thing. Yeah, it's no different than like Meadowbrook. Yeah. I really like it's DTE. It's just a bigger, honestly. little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah, it's like any, any like place that has TVs where you can watch, <laughs> watch the, the fucking. I always <laughs> do that too. I'm like, stop watching it and watch the band. Stop watching the yeah. TV and watch the Same. band. You fucking came to this show to watch the band. Don't watch the TV. And the watch sound the is band. so horrible for the yeah, some Some bands aren't ready to play um, amphitheaters. Their sound isn't ready. They don't it's have... It's straight like, once if you're like front row and shit, but yeah. once it hits that hill and it's just out. starts, it's the out. sound starts spreading, it's yeah. practically it's just tough. bass vibrations. Like, yep. I don't know. It's just... It brings up a good topic, too, though, like small venue versus large venue and like which do you prefer? You know, that, yeah, that, obviously so small. If you guys me. like to hear us talk about that, I think that's one we could do at a later venue. You know, yeah. like we uh, we're going to be putting songsturvations on hold for a little bit. We're going to be delving into some other projects. Um, but, you know, into the springtime, we're looking at season two for songsturvations to hit you guys full force. Um, Bigger so, and better. That's right, just like my name. and <laughs> even more uncut. Ooh, damn! Uh, Shalom. Rob's getting excited. Two times <laughs> the amount of gay jokes. <laughs> At least, you gotta make it more edgy. That's or else right. No one's gonna pay attention. No. Nope. We're gonna actually just start saying penis now. Schlongs. <laughs> I thought I read you guys were phasing out gay jokes. That quote was taken out of context and widely misunderstood. But uh, an artist of regret would be the next. Uh, part of the topic onto this and for me there's a lot of bands that are still yet to be brought up a lot of 
songwriters yet to be brought up. Um, but this particular roll, Rob. This particular individual, you I know have what? No rhythm. Great call on that, uh, Tim, because Rob's probably going to hate this band. I already know he does. But this isn't the band. This is a member of the band who has struck out on his own solo career plenty of times. And actually, he just, it was a big announcement about three weeks ago. He's back in the band again. Um, but John Frusciante um, of the Red Hot Chili Peppers fame. Rob's got like a hundred T-shirts of these guys. He's a guy the from Peppers. Michigan. <laughs> no, I, I don't think Frusciante's from Michigan. He could I, be, I and that he was is. surprising. Is he really? Dearborn. Well, the drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, that is Chad from Smith Michigan, is from but here. I think okay. Frusciante is. Anthony Kiedis is from Michigan, technically. He was know. another one of those guitar world guys. Were like, he's such a great guitar <laughs> player. <laughs> he is. He's a great guitar yeah. player. I His love Frusciante. Hit Parader definitely sucked there, dude. Well, anyways, John Frusciante would be a a guy that I would love to bring in for a songstervation. You know, one to expose you guys to the music. Um, and two, to figure out something to talk about with, you know, it, there's a great album that he released called The Empyrean. Um, great instrumental music. He, he's he Rob is a guitar virtuoso. So. He played that song. See, and the thing is, too, <laughs> he'd be like Ash in that, in that Pokemon movie. It's like, why? <laughs> why is this happening? <laughs> it wouldn't be Red Hot Chili Peppers, so you you would catch a break. It's what different. kind of style is it? Is it's it, is it's it Chani. I will honestly, take, it's like progressive there's rock. Like, there's no lyrics. It's guitar music. It's I, he does a lot of different styles. I would rather singer songwriter stuff. Season two, you only do Everlast songs, <laughs> <laughs> then play one John Frusciante song. You don't know what you're talking about. Frusciante. All right, Under Channel fans out there, let us know. Do you want to torture Rob? Do we want to Gorgonzola his ass, turn him to stone? Let let us know. <laughs> we want some Frusciante on here, some Chili Peppers, some Offspring, some Sublime. Yeah, that's what let's, we all let's, want. Let's torture sure. Rob. I'd be like Pikachu, like just crying. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, Aaron, if you can go back, man, redo a conversation. Yeah, if you my can least go back favorite. My and a time machine favorite. today. If we had a time machine in the other room. Just gonna go in there. Or you could just <laughs> smoke some of this weed over here. No, can't do that. <laughs> no, no electric lettuce tonight. Yeah, Aaron's a good guy. Um, He's straight edge. So, well, a little bat. What a boring use of a time it. machine. <laughs> it's like, let's get the time machine go back to two and a half months ago. Do we do, <laughs> like, do, we do one of those? Well, one of those if it helps for this one, because the band. Come back all of a sudden, we didn't bomb my radar. The band was a fleeting <laughs> Alternate blip on my radar. Um, for a minute, I was really into this band, Orden Odgan. Um, that Western, huh? Yeah. I like that conversation, one. but. I just felt like it, it was one of our first ones, too. So yeah. it just, I don't know. Yeah, we Maybe didn't I really didn't know what we were right. doing, you know? I like, peeked at that. Like, is this the we're trying band I'm going to have to play? <laughs> like, I mean, we not put a lot out of stuff that I would listen we to. We put out so. some stuff that we probably shouldn't and shouldn't have, but, you know, like, oh, that's content. just the way we are around yeah. here, man. Pushing you know? it out. Don't you say that because you guys were getting all pissy. You're like, we're not releasing anything. No, that's what I'm saying. That. Remember all the stuff <laughs> I was recording? <laughs> we like, we're not releasing we anything. I don't, right even know if we should, no, I don't even know if we should keep doing it if we're not going to be releasing anything. It's good music, man, anything. still, uh, like, to put the, the music out there, you know, and that's the way we are around here. It's like, you know, we don't edit things out, and if you fuck up, you fuck up, man. That's right. It's like we hit play, we roll it, and then we cut it. Fucking bagging and tagging. Show should have more Joe Swanson. <laughs> you know. So, with that being said, we'll have plenty more great stuff for you guys on the way uh, over the next few weeks, coming months. And if you're enjoying Songstervations, 
go back, listen to the plethora of song starvations that we have recorded over the last few months. Right. And um, when we come back, there won't be any of those weird, like, awkward... Maybe. You know, whatever. Do <laughs> not promise that, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at least we know where we're Wait, going with it. Ended, did you give us a runner-up on your... A runner-up? Oh, yeah, runner-up artist. Runner artist? Like yeah. somebody else that I really enjoyed? Oh, yeah, if you I, could play... I did like, three. No, if, uh, if, <laughs> if you could have played another song... Yeah, artist you regret not playing. Yeah, he did no, skip John over Frishanti. that one. Oh, John Frusciante. No, no, he skipped over an artist... Ar- like, the, you know how... It's, the second artist that you learned from the show, like I said, like the... The Callous Dow Cal- Boys. Yeah. You know, oh, like, okay. You know, for oh, example. I, th- I know we were doing runner-up for this, but oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I thought you I said that. that. Yeah, no, runner-up was going to be album of the year, but oh, I don't know if we're going to even be, be doing oh, no, it. But yeah. so, I, don't know, I don't know, Aaron. Was there another? Was there just like one more artist that you if you could play on the show like that you learned from one of us? So. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's so many. We've done so many. You on the spot, you know? If you don't know, it's cool. Yeah, I couldn't comment right now. Big Heath. No, <laughs> that was early on. Yeah, no Heath bars over here for the bitch titties. Um, no, I can't. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there would be something. I mean, Pigeonhole was really good, so I enjoyed that. Um, you know, we yeah. we listened to that a few minutes back. Um, it's a good conversation too. If you like dubstep, yeah, I definitely would never say that I would. I enjoyed listening to uh, Rob's favorite guy. What the fuck is his name? I like to talk my poetry through weird song stuff. Hobo, Hobo Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, that guy uh-huh. blows. Don't be like that, man. <laughs> right. You know what's interesting, though, is the fact that it was so difficult for you to come up with one shows just how much you like love Chan. It was like there was no other option. For you. Like, obviously, I'm doing Chan. <laughs> yeah, it was he didn't even come up with another one. He's he just, <laughs> just ragged on Hobo Johnson. <laughs> he didn't even look at the list. He's just like, well, Chan, obviously. What right. else would I be like? Hey, about nothing else. Well, you know what? <laughs> Fucking Haas, Haas caught you, so you, so you couldn't get off the, the skate with that it's one. Right. It's I okay. I speak at some point during that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it's it. It's okay, Aaron. I know I seen you bobbing your head to like some stuff like Tipper and even my buddy Spiritual Gangsters that I brought on here. Mm, you know, yeah, Detroit guys. There yeah. you go. All right. Oh, if I, I if I had them. to have a runner-up, that's pretty good. Yeah, so, so I know. Spiritual yeah, Gangsters. Aaron's, Aaron's, low, Aaron's a low-key dubstep guy. <laughs> we saw you bopping your head to that stuff. We're working I on see it. you bopping your head. Yeah. I know your head's bopping. All right. We'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to this week's Song Starvations. Go ahead and head to the website, www.theunderchannel.com, and enjoy more of what The Other Channel has to offer you. <laughs>